Here we are again, Wes. We're going to be chatting through another Coffee Pod discussion. How are you doing? Yep, doing okay. Raring to go. Uh, these things keep opening stuff up every time you think, wow, I never saw that before. That's really great. So looking forward to it. Brilliant. Yeah, me too. And uh, if you're listening um, and you haven't checked us out before, I'm Lisa and obviously there's Wes as well. Um, and we've also got um, a resource for your healing hub or just as an individual over on our Acorn Christian live channel, which takes the story of the centurion servant, which is what we're going to be looking at today and um, having uh, trust, simple trust in God. Um, so let's just start with a question, Where's for you. Um, what is faith? Well, it's really interesting. Do you talk to people and um, they've, I've heard definitions like faith is believing things that aren't true and, or, or things that aren't real. And of course, I understand that, but actually that's technically insanity, by the way, you know, that in a sense, um, faith is, people think that you have faith and it's just like something that you could buy or own. You know, you bought a block of faith, you know, and it has, you have this ability to believe in things that you can't see. And actually that's not the nature of faith at all. Um, That might be presumption. It might be optimism. um, It might be hope. It might be a range of other things, but it's not faith. The reason being is that faith is always in something or in someone. So it's not detached from the, from the, the focus of your faith. So you, you can't say, um, you know, I'm a faith healer simply because you, it's faith in something. So for me, my faith is in the person of Jesus Christ. You know, and you can't detach that. It's a great story in the in the in the Gospels on the when the disciples are in the storm, and um, you know, I, I love the moment when Jesus turns to them, and the, and the boat's going up and down, and the waves are coming over, and the wind's everywhere, and Jesus is asleep, and he gets up and he says, "Where is your faith?" <laughs> you know, and you can imagine the disciples patting their pockets down and saying, "Oh, where did I put it?" You know, who's, who's got the faith? <laughs> you know, who's brought the faith? And of course, Jesus is saying, "Not." you know, where is it? But where have you put it? Where have you put it in? Mm. And of course, I and I understand it for the disciples quite easily, their faith was in the wind and the waves to sink <laughs> the boat and drown them. And Jesus is saying, actually, you know, is that where your faith is? Or is your faith in me? Because here I am asleep. And, mm. you know, if you think about it, Jesus said to the disciples, we're going over to the other side. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty definitive statement. Jesus it wasn't is. saying we're going, o- we're going over the other side unless the boat sinks on the way and we all die. He says we're going over the other side. And they've taken Jesus at his word on other things. So actually, yeah. in a sense, the question is what are they believing for? And, and somebody, one of my friends put it, they're either going to go on the water, above the water, or under the water, but they're going to get to the other side. <laughs> Do you know, that's really opened up that story a little bit uh, for me, actually, where you just explained that your faith is in something or in yeah. someone. Um, very, very interesting. Um, how would, I don't know if you can answer this, but how, how does faith work then? I know you're saying it's, it's, you're putting it in somebody. Um, like, what is it? Is it believing or... <clears throat> Um, I guess you, you'd really, faith is a mixture of risk and trust. There's a, there's a great um, YouTube clip of, you know, the, you know, the game um, where uh, the, in, um, in team bonding, where somebody stands and closes their eyes oh, and, and yeah. they, f- they fall backwards 
and everybody yeah. catches them. You, you see that? <laughs> this is great because they've got this guy standing on a table and all the team are standing behind him. And the team leader is just saying, OK, just fall and we'll catch you. So they're all there at the back. The only trouble is they haven't told the guy which way to fall. So he falls forwards off the table as it hits the ground. And you think, ah, okay. So for me, how does faith work? Well, faith is in something. It's in the person of Jesus. And my faith is based on who he is and what he has said. So I'm, 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 I'm saying, okay, what do I know about who God is? What's his character like? Mm. And what do I know about what he said? Because he can't say something one minute and then deny it the next. So if God has said, I'll always be with you, he's, he's got to do that because that's yeah. his commitment. You know? And so in a sense, faith works because I, I am acting on the conviction that God can only be consistent with who he is and what he said. Mm. So when I pray for somebody for healing, you know, I might not be thinking, okay, can I see this person's body free of cancer? That's not the focus that I would pray for. Or can I see this person get out of a wheelchair? Or can I see this headache go? Actually, what I'm saying is right now, what am I believing? Well, I'm believing that God is who he is and I'm believing he's, he means what he says. And I mm. act on that so that I can pray for a headache and for somebody in a, in a wheelchair and, and whatever. Yeah, that, and, and that, I suppose, also links with the story of the centurion servant, doesn't he? Because he, he says to Jesus, say the word, like yeah. say the word and it will happen. Yeah. Do you think the centurion was believing then in the character and the, what he knew of Jesus, what he knew of God? Yeah, I... I I guess he does because, you know, um, Capernaum was where Jesus was based. It's it's where they will come and let the man down through the roof, apart from anything oh, else. Oh, yes, yeah. Okay. Um, and actually, Jesus, it says in Matthew chapter four, it says that he left Nazareth and, and moved to Capernaum. And, and, and actually, quite a few things take place in Capernaum. So this guy might have heard about him, but he's he's not just aware of him that he's around. He's clearly understood and it's about the question then of authority he's mm. clearly understood that god has in in christ there is both the the means and the and the authority to speak out the reality on earth and and he knows that actually his servant needs this uh, or he's going to die mm. and so actually he's sim he, he does what i do he acted on what he knew was true about who jesus was and presumably what he'd heard Jesus do already yeah. and what he heard Jesus say. Yeah, that's, I think that's really one, a wonderful uh, story, actually, because also if you think about the centurion, he would have, as he, as he said to Jesus, that he's in a place of authority. Um, yeah. And to then, to then be in such a high place of authority and be humble enough to... Mm. recognize Jesus's authority is really something. And you got a good point there. Faith and humility always go together. I think they have to, don't they? Yeah. Because yeah. when I, I'm, you know, and, and in our prayer hubs, as people are praying, you know, our teams are very aware of the fact that people are coming with, with really life important issues. Mm. And so our team come humbly, but actually also, 
most of the people that we pray for come very humbly just saying, I just need something from God. And, and that's a humble statement in itself. It is, yeah. And so we expand a little bit on this, uh, just say the word uh, line, don't we, in uh, Acorn Christian Live. Can you just explain a little bit about what's he what's he talking about there when he says just say the word? Like, what what does he know there? He know, he takes the analogy of of his own command, and he knows that um, you know in 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 the Roman uh, legion um, when when you were given a command, you didn't debate. You know, the, the, the centurion would say, right, um, into battle. And they go, you know, I've done <laughs> breakfast and I'm, it's, it's rainy and, and I don't really fancy it. So, no, I won't go. That, that was never the question. In, and actually, in 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 things like the, the the services and the armed forces and all of that, um, they have the chain of command. And if you're given an order, then that is enacted. That is done without question. And, and so... He, he has done that. He's probably sent men into battle, maybe against the Gauls and the Asterix mm. of this world and all of that. <laughs> he sent men into battle knowing that some of them would die, but they've gone because of his command. And he, he knows that Jesus has that authority, that sort of authority, but at a completely different level. He can command people to their death. Je only Jesus can command people to their life. And, and so he knows that he just has to say the word. I mean, what he's saying is, I just say the word and what I've commanded gets done. He looks at Jesus and says, it's like that with you and then some. All yeah. you have to do is say to be healed. And that's it. And of course, how many times did Jesus do just that? Be healed. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and, and so that's that's what he's got. He's got this understanding of the nature of authority. And, and that Jesus has it at a, at a supernatural level that he only has on the natural. Yeah. So what do you think we can do when, because we, we're not meeting Jesus physically face to face, are we? Um, or that I know of. Um, and how, how do we approach this? Like, I'm just thinking of examples where like people may actually ask Jesus to say the word or to do something uh, to bring healing in a similar situation. And then they're not necessarily seeing it. Like, does this yeah. make sense? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I understand that. And of course the, the beauty of the story is that the guy gets healed and Jesus is, is not in the room. Mm. So that's just like us. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, yeah, I, I think I've, I've known, once in my 40 plus years of 30 years of ministry, I've known a moment when I had an encounter and Jesus was physically there in the room. Mm. But actually, um, most of the time we're we're stepping out in faith, trusting who he is and what he said. Mm. But also alongside that, um, I love the fact that Jesus sends the disciples out to do the same thing. And Jesus isn't with isn't physically with them, but he sent them to do it in his name and his word. Yeah. Okay, so put all that together. And actually, in the end, I think what uh, one of the things for us as, as the church is that we need to discover afresh the authority that God has given us on earth to bring about the kingdom of his son. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes, you know, uh, we're tempted to pray and 
pray, Lord, if it's your will and if you're not too busy and, you, <laughs> you know, you don't mind and, and whatever. And I understand that. I, I genuinely do. I think also there are prayers of command. And that's, I think, what this man has seen. All Jesus has to do is command the death and the sickness to leave and the life to come. And that's it. Yeah. And, and so I think that's where his understanding and his faith has, has led him. But bear in mind, it's faith in the person of Jesus, mm. not in the in the act of healing. Yeah, that's very helpful. Thank you, especially when it comes to praying for other people for healing. Yeah, it's always about yeah. Jesus. You, you can't have healing without Jesus. Yeah. And something that came out of this when we were doing Acorn Christian Live um, was, I was just, I mean, a question that came to me was that, what what has the word in our lives at the moment like what what has that authority not jesus but what else is speaking words over our lives and i wondered if that might be something um it might be helpful for people just to mull and pray over as well yes absolutely and you know the whole range of things like um it's really interesting that um for instance at pentecost um that the life of God breaks out, but not in the context of religion. So it okay. didn't break out necessarily in the context of, of the water jars that were there for, for washing and stuff. They, they became transformed as the spirit came. Mm. But also, you know, this guy's military power wouldn't do it for him either. Yeah. You know, the whole system of Rome wasn't going to deliver that. Even though they regarded Caesar at times as a god, it wasn't going to heal his, his servant. And mm. so I think... There, there are there. Sometimes there are other words. You know, fear might be one of them. Mm -hmm. um, pride, jealousy. You know, a whole range of things that, that that could be. And perhaps sometimes we're just saying, Lord, what is the word that is governing my life right now? Yeah. Um, and and just to reflect on that a, a little bit. Um, do you know one of the questions I ask God is, Lord, what are you what are you saying about me? <laughs> yeah. You, you know, what are you saying about me right now? Because I'd like mm. I'd like to know what that is, and I'd like to live by that. Definitely, yeah. But I, I'd love this centurion guy. Do you know what interests me about him? That the life that he'd lived, going through the whole military system, it, God had even used that to prepare him to meet with Jesus. Yeah, isn't that amazing? And so I sort of said, "Oh, I wonder what." In 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 for those who are listening today, you know, what has God? already been putting in your life mm. that you thought i mean nobody would have thought that a military thing and the christianity was ever going to work together but <laughs> apparently god sort of had instituted in that guy's life an understanding so when he met jesus it went oh right yeah yeah you know? so what is god doing in us right now and and if mm. you're listening what's god doing in you right now what has god been doing in your life so that in this moment it's sort of illustrates who jesus is and you go oh i get it yeah yeah and it's funny because that links i had a question not for you but just a question in general which was can you see him coming and i know it sounds quite scary like can you see him coming but like like you're just saying can you see him coming in the things that are being played out in your life and uh, i had a really great conversation with somebody in the week um because we were looking, so this person, they're, they're not a Christian, but they're exploring, and they saw scripture, and um, it's almost, so they, they, there was scripture without understanding, and 
but but what was so heartwarming was the, the understanding of Jesus wasn't quite there, but this person was able to see through the scripture that they were just reading, plus lots of things that have happened in their life up until this moment, they were able to say that can only be God. Um, and so yeah. this person is now in a place where they're kind of saying, I get, I kind of, I'm kind of there now. I can see that this is Jesus and he's been preparing me. And I think that's what we're seeing in so many of these stories that we're exploring, aren't we? It's not just one day Jesus appears. He's been doing, he's been working something up until this moment. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's absolutely true. And, yeah. and, and, and one of the understandings that we have is it, fun, isn't it? You know, often when we start praying for something, we think I've got to get God interested in this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I've got to get this on God's agenda. So we think, okay, if I start praying, um, I'm going to bring it to God's attention and he's going to fix this. Yeah. Of course, the, the, the reality is that God has already been at work and we're praying because he's now got our attention about something that he's already doing. Yes. You know, so actually, in the end, it's, it's not me saying, can I get God's attention? It's God saying, can I get Wes's attention <laughs> to get involved in this? Yeah. And, and, and for us, that's been such a release about praying because we realize God's already at work. Like your friend, God's yeah. already at work. Yeah. And God was at work in this, this centurion's life long before the need came. Mm. And that's true for every one of us. God is constantly at work trying mm. to draw us to an encounter with, with his son, Jesus. And that's what this is all about, which is yeah. why we said in the hubs that, you know, um, we'll pray for anybody who let us pray for them, Definitely. you know, whether they've got faith or not. We'll we'll pray for them anyhow, because it's all part of that journey of encountering Jesus. Wonderful. Yeah. So just from this story, I would certainly say I would want to put my faith in the person of Jesus Christ. Um, and and maybe you're listening and you're wondering do I want to put my faith in this person in who he says he is? Um, and we would want to encourage you um, as you are with your hubs to maybe use that as a prayerful opportunity. Um, but Wes, would you kindly just pray now while we're together as well? Yeah, let's just do that. Okay. You know, I know that Jesus might not be physically in the room with you, but that never presented him with a problem of reaching your life. So, Heavenly Father, I thank you that through the amazing work of the Holy Spirit, you can make the Jesus of the Bible a reality for us now. And I ask in that same name of Jesus, that for those gathered here at the podcast, Lord, whatever need we have, you're willing to meet that need. Mm. And so I say your word, Lord. I say heaven's yes to healing in body and mind and spirit. Heaven says yes. Be made whole. Be healed in Jesus Christ's name. And it's in that name that I pray. Amen. Amen. Great. It's been really good as usual, Wes. Great. Um, Loved it. Enjoyed it. Yeah. And we look forward to catching you all next time. Bye bye. Bye. We hope that you found this week's episode of Coffee Pods helpful and inspirational. 
If you like what you're listening to, please give us a like and share. We'll catch you soon.